You are now listening to Out of the Blank. Welcome to, all right, I'm like, it's, it's your second time on, so I don't even have to do the intro. You know the show, you know how this goes. Ben, welcome back. Thank you for having me back, you know what I'm saying? I, well, I was a little surprised, you were like, hey, you want to, I'm like, I'm ready. Well, you're ready, I'm ready. We didn't even talk about it the last time you were on, because we were going off about weightlifting and stuff, oh, and yeah. I was like, uh, it's it, that's my first passion, but then it goes down to like the love side of me, which is the whole idea of cryptids and where all those go, and you do a Bigfoot podcast. So, yes, I do. What have you seen? Tell me your side of what you think it is, because I've heard so many new things, and I had that theory I tossed out at you. You were like, that sounds plausible, so it obviously makes sense to someone who studies it and does a podcast about it. Oh, yeah. Um, Bigfoot, all right, there's so many different avenues to go, but I do believe it's an ancient, it, it, it's an ancient civilization that just chooses to not be seen. And the reason it chooses not to be seen is because, you know, humans are, are crap. We're, we're garbage people. We consume, we destroy. And I would understand 100% why something that has somewhat of a sense would understand, like, I, I can't deal with that. You know what I'm saying? Because there's people actively out there hunting them. All right. Whether they're Bigfoot hunters, whether they're fucking like actual hunters, people go out there in search of them. All right. They're not in search of us. They're not out there to find us, you know, a, a, you know, with as many people there are in the world and as many things that are not discovered, it's going to be very possible that things are seen here and there because people really travel the world. People are out and about. People go deep into places they're not supposed to go. It's just in our nature to discover and to be adventurous. And so why would that not happen? You know what I'm saying? It makes 100% why it would happen. You know, people are out and about, you know what I'm saying? If you just stumble along thinking you're so far out of the fucking way and you're just going to enjoy your life, you know what I'm saying? Animals have senses and abilities. They can sense to a certain degree the vibe and the the scent, the 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 aura of people around them because that's what how people have to hunt. They have to disguise themselves. They have to get clever. They have to use scent remover. The, there's so many aspects to hunting that work for animals and you got to imagine animals smell is so much better than a human's and so why wouldn't bigfoot so if people are out there doing the same thing that hunters are doing so why wouldn't they be fooled every so often and be get a glimpse you know what i'm saying and the accidental people that just happen to come across it well you know an accidents are an accidents and they happen all the fucking time i think uh, a bear can smell up this six miles away so. you see what i'm saying and when people go bear hunting you know what they do? Like I said, they hide the scents or they use scents of dead animals to attract bears. You know what I'm saying? There's still places out in the world where you can go hunting for bear. You have to get a license. You have to do all these things. But the thing, too, is there's so much precaution taken for bear hunting. 
You know what I'm saying? Why wouldn't people take the same precautions for a Bigfoot? That's not even the even with the bear hunting, for instance, there's more bears that just stumble across campsites rather than people that get killed by hunting them. You know, it's an they, aspect of I feel like they're such they already know there's such a predator that it's an aspect of like if you're a lion, you're not afraid of anything on the aspect of there's nothing that's prey for or there's nothing that eats lions that maybe man, but on the aspect of like they have to eat each other. That's their natural predators themselves. So Look at the aspect of like the people of that discover Bigfoot accidentally. It's because I don't think if you're a species of ape like that, you really give two shits. If you stumble across a dude that's making s'mores on a campfire, or just figured out like he just cracked his fourth glass of Yoohoo or something like it, it really brought into the aspect of like when I remember there was a long debate in my family when I was like 14 years old between my dad and my uncle that were talking about what's the worst way to die by a bear or a shark. And I would think the shark because you can't see it. But then you have to think of a bear, too. And when I saw the revenant where that bear just ripped apart that guy and you hear so many accounts of people that get eaten like dick first by a bear. I'm like, hang on a second. What have you? Let's look at every predator. So I started Googling and I saw a gorilla. Yeah. I was thinking, okay, you hear them when they throw people or something like that. You know, Planet of the Apes kind of showed a bit yeah. of what could happen if they were intelligent. But they fly at each other like fucking animals, literally. They jump yeah. at each other and just start beating the living heck out of them. Like, we wouldn't last five seconds. No, not at all. But see, even with gorillas and stuff like that, they just don't attack like that. They they disembowel they fucking rip groins they bite fingers off they rip faces off they just don't go for the kill they go to disable you you know what i'm saying that's one of those things about being an intelligent creature because just like you said bears will eat you dick first but the thing is is they're going to eat you alive a gorilla is not there to eat you gorillas are known to eat meat they're not known to eat meat to the point where they're going to eat you to no no they're going to maim you and then after you're bloodied and fucked up, then they leave you alone. And then you die that long and painful death. You know what I'm saying? There's no coming back from that. When, like I said, you you even if you watch for like chimpanzees and animals that people have, you know what I'm saying? Because people have, you know, chimpanzees, orangutans and all these things. And, you know, they have five times the strength of a human. And when they get, they have human emotions, they have jealousy, they have anger. And then when you hear about what happens and what they do, I was just watching a documentary a couple of days ago about that, where this guy, he had a chimpanzee, small little chimpanzee, must have been like, I think they were saying like 60 pounds. It literally ate the guy's nose, ate all his fingers, you know what I'm saying, ripped his stomach open and was just fucking sitting there just like, you know, just tearing him apart because he didn't get a birthday cake. You know what I'm saying? Oh, that was the guy that gave a birthday cake to... um a little chimp that was like secluded from the other chimps and the other chimps got jealous and broke out yep. of their enclosure and beat up the first, they killed the other yep. chimp and they killed the guy yep. by biting off his dick, ripping off his nose, his exactly. fingers, everything. Exactly. You know, so then why is yeah. Bigfoot not fuck this? Do you think that Bigfoot's just at a level where he understands that he is, and even saying that sounds fucking crazy to me. And I don't know why, because if you think about the two giant questions are one is why haven't we seen him in a long time? Or why can't we be able to track him? I'm like, is it possible that he's at a level of intelligence that's higher up than all the other ones where it's like maybe a spinoff of us just 
a smaller species that just doesn't want to be found because they don't feel like dealing with our bullshit. But at the same time, with all the amount of environmental issues that we've been causing, you think I consider Bigfoot like a protector of the forest or something like that, like the the one that would kick Smokey the Bear's ass. So when I look at that, I'm like, you would think you'd step in at some point. Maybe that he stepped in with the cigarette companies because I know cigarettes on their filters now, they have a thing that stops it at a certain point so it doesn't call, cause a forest fire. They, they do have those but that that's the thing though is just how you're saying um they're at a level of intelligence that they're under the understanding that like oh you know i'm an apex predator but i'm not the apex predator because i see these people doing horrible things and you know that's how i just feel. i feel that they have a certain amount of knowledge they're understanding like i i want none of this and then i'm going to take this a little deep because like i said you were talking about your theory of like you know of what was going on but you know, there's a lot of accounts and a lot of people, this is all radical thinking, is that Bigfoot is just not not just how we, we how humans were manipulated in DNA, Bigfoots were manipulated with us too. And the reason Bigfoot is like, that would be almost the version of us before we were created. And then they use those as what they would be like, almost like a, a, a watcher, or even if you would call a supervisor, they're there to keep account of us and to report back to to aliens or to the Anunnaki, to the race that was originally accredited for who we who created us in the ancient alien theory. And so, you know, and that's one of those reasons why in like, I'd feel like, you know, that would be them. That would be this ancient race. These people with enough, not enough sight and enough, you know, knowing that like, you know, I've seen the centuries of all these people going nuts and going crazy killing robbing and murdering creating a religion doing all these things in the name of whatever it is and i want none of this and so they became secluded they're like you know what uh, we got left behind we didn't get taken and i'm not sticking around for this and so they just you know like i said step back into into the world and like look we don't want to be seen we don't want to be heard and we have no knowledge if they have a, a language they have we have no knowledge if they have written history we have no knowledge of what they do this is all speculation so what if it's passed down like look these hairless apes this is what they do this is what they've done to us if there's ever been past crimes done through ancient you know ancient humans to them and we stay away from them and because of that it would really make me feel like we need to stay away because like you know where the majority of the sightings are are always the pacific northwest and canada well guess what was right there back in the day too that land bridge and do that land bridge you know, no one was coming this way because how cold it was, but because how their bodies are built and how they're known to be in colder climates. Why would they not cross that bridge, came over here first, spread out through the United States, spread out to, you know, South America and kind of just be there and, and develop their own race and kind. But also time at the same time, they're like, look, we come across these people. We stay secluded. We stay safe. And that's just one of those theories that that's floating out there and that it almost fits because like, why would someone go out of their way to avoid us? And well, you know what? They've seen it all. So why would they not avoid us? You know, it kind of links into like the idea that they might be connected with the Yeti. Cause if you look at the same accounts from the Tibetan mountains to, you know, North America, they have the same exact examples and same exact descriptions of two species of apes that are exactly the same in every single way, just different, different, I guess, ideas of what they are about like i know the yeti's folklore is the idea that it comes down from the mountains and you have to lock up your daughters and things of that sort because they'll take your firstborn daughter and they'll run out mostly a scare tactic for kids which i feel like a lot of this 
stuff turns into eventually is it seems so unbelievable it turns into folklore but like the yeti is my favorite i don't really choose to follow the whole i used to follow the bigfoot route and it was the only one i knew about but the yeti to me just seems so much more badass and i believe that could be an adaptation to their environment and if you think at one point this whole all these countries were all pangea all one giant thing and then they all broke apart imagine if you're they were just spread out all over then eventually that break apart that shift into different sides of the earth eventually you grow up in a warm climate or a cold climate like my buddy from alaska you know when he moved down here he spent 20s or he spent no 16 something years in alaska and he spent his like four years here and he was like wearing uh uh, basically he was like i wish i could be wearing my underwear in class right now because of how fucking cold or hot it is and i'm like dude it's 30 degrees out he goes dude i'm from alaska and i'm like alaska's like you start to realize like the adaptation so it makes sense the yeti could be linked with bigfoot yep that is it the excuse the dog bark we just got a puppy uh tuesday so oh congratulations (laughs) yeah thank you thank you he's just in the middle of uh you know, being trained. So. That sounded so much like when someone goes, we just had a kid or something. You're like, congratulations. We just got married. Congratulations. Oh, you know, somebody in the service. Thank you for your service. It was like yeah. that with the puppy. Hey, you guys. Yeah, they're just going to go at it. I, I hate for them to just be barking the whole time. But, you know, like I said, puppies are puppies when they just start out. And, you know, it, it, for those, it's six thir- almost 630 over here in my time. <laughs> um. But uh, with um, the Yeti, like I said, you know, harsher climates build harder, harder and bigger animals. And, you know, they have to have a certain amount of body fat. They have to have a certain amount of hair. They have to have a certain amount of strength because you got to imagine, you know, the food is scarce in those in those in those plains where they're at. I want to I can't remember the name of the mountain area that they're at. But um, it's like the ever, you know, Everest style, you know, that's usually right. Machu Picchu. Yeah, no, not Machu Picchu because that's um, that's in. South America. It's only mountain I know. <laughs> well, I think I think it's in the Everest area where um because like this veterinary and stuff like that. And um, you know, there's not much food or much things up there. And you know, like a lot of the animals that they bring up there, like you got yaks, you know what I'm saying? There's not dogs, there's not foxes, there's not there's not small animals to eat there, you know what I'm saying? Because it's a certain climate. So the you know, they they brought in all these muskox and these these hairy ass fucking thing and so what are they eating and so a lot of times that's what i would feel they'd be eating even though they're supposed to be vegetarian they're supposed to be and they can dig through the ice and get down to the ground and get whatever amount of um you know nutrients they need but they're going to be taking down huge prey up there to to be able to satisfy to sustain their lives you know what i'm saying and there's a lot of creatures out there just floating around that that they're eating like that and it's just so crazy because you know the bigger the prey the, uh, the bigger the uh, the bigger the, the animal, the bigger the prey, you know what I'm saying? Because it's got to be bigger to take it down. And so you're going to get those heavy ones. You know, the, like, um, I want to say, like, people are, like, almost saying, like, some of these yetis are, like, in the 1,500 pounds. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, they they have accounts of Sherpas being thrown off mountains on the aspect they got hit with a giant fucking boulder. I mean, imagine a giant creature throwing a boulder at you and just knocking you clean off a mountain but the aspect of like i think it slipped in our society much like a lot of stuff that we might seem ridiculous is the amount of how unbelievable it might sound even though it might be based on truth because it is the storytelling effect when you start telling it down and down and down but with the bigfoot hunters there's a whole bunch of them out in colorado all about in the mountain areas and stuff 
but so much of their accounts are fake because when they get hair of it, it's always one dude trying to win a game. That's the aspect of what the Bigfoot hunt gets turned into is that there has to be a clear above all winner. Everybody wants the credit for discovering Bigfoot or this species of ape. And that is it. You know what I'm saying? That That's one of those things is everyone's clout chasing that, that right there. Like I said, it, you know, there are those that go out there and like, look, I just do this because I want to do this. There's there's cities and states out there that have like passed laws. Like, look, it's illegal to do this now. You cannot physically, if you shoot a Bigfoot, you're going to go to jail if you happen to find one. You know what I'm saying? New York's had that law for a long time. I want to say uh, Montana and Oregon and Washington have passed laws on that now too, where, you know what I'm saying? You can't, with a gun, shoot one. Because if you do, you're going to go to jail, you know what I'm saying, if it's ever discovered, you know? And, you know, that's good for that. But at the same time, it's like, you know, like, we don't even know. How are you going to say it's not okay to kill something if we don't even know if it's a real fucking thing? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just so fucking crazy that people are, like, making these jumps. You know, we, we have video evidence. And a lot of that video evidence is very shaky. You know, I've watched every kind of documentary, every kind of videos. And it's funny, too, because, like, before you had asked me to do this. I was like literally just diving back into videos about all this stuff. And um, <laughs> it's just like, I'm watching, um, there's a couple of videos out there where the guy, uh, he makes claims that he actually had, uh, his family killed a Bigfoot, cut it into pieces, didn't know what it was and put it in a freezer. And so like he has heads, he's got a foot, he's got a hand and he pulls them out every so often in these videos and like, look, it's real. And then, but you know, there's so much back and forth because nothing can be established or claimed or like no DNA has been done on it. You know, I've seen new, it was not, I want to say about two years ago, um, there was a, out here in the Bay Area, I want to say it was in San Mateo, a company had said that they had found a frozen Bigfoot and that frozen, it was all over the news. It was making all kinds of rounds. And then when it went to go them for them to actually prove it and to show it, it ended up being um, like a, a rubber suit just frozen in ice. So that you know goes to my theory. Yeah. The alien theory. So my alien theory is the idea, like imagine three aliens sitting in a lab and they're scanning this planet. They're like, all right, we need to go down there, but I don't want to be discovered by these people. So let's pick a species or another animal that is existing down there and let's copy a suit to look like that animal so they won't. So what's one they don't fuck with? Well, instead of making a lion suit, they ended up making a gorilla suit. But then yeah. it comes out and it's like, yo, this looks nothing like the fucking gorillas down there, man. They're <laughs> a lot different. And they're like, they, the humans down there are so dumb, they won't even notice. And then now they're just like, who cares? Like, we're way more evolved than they are. So the aspect of we can just keep using that suit. But I had talked to, um, I really want to remember his name. I don't want to scroll through my Instagram to find out what episode it was. But he was from India and yeah. he runs a cryptid page. Yeah, was talking. I was like, so why do you think that the werewolf is real? And he goes, well, in India down here, we have a lot of folklore and a lot of things that seem kind of really accounts of crazy, like what you would call a cryptid. And I was like, OK, so what makes you so in belief of it? And he had said that his uncle or his uncle or his grandpa kept these journals. And yeah. one of the journals on one of the nights was about coming across a mysterious creature that was slaughtering like like a wolf would, but could walk like a human. And it kind of bolstered into his head that that's a thing. So I'm like, is it out of the realm of possibility for a lot of people? It sounds like make believe in fairy tale, but the same reason why when people say Alex Jones, and then your eyes immediately roll, it's the aspect of how we've just portrayed it in the media and all these accounts of things when a lot of the stuff he said has been right. So what makes the Bigfoot thing so 
false for so many people is the amount of fake accounts that do come out. But I'm like, I feel like there were what, 12,000, 20,000 people that tried to storm Area 51 like two years ago in September. And that aspect was so many of those people wanted to know if Bigfoot was real and they believed that Area 51 was keeping him. And I'm like, my other theory is that I think that the species is now extinct. On the aspect of imagine you're a creature that's so fucking smart and you're just trying to live a nice peaceful woodland forest life and then eventually you're like you know what it's just safer to stay in this cave than go out and like i don't th that idea of i don't want to live on this planet anymore and eventually they just let themselves die out or something like that because there's no been like besides survival and stuff we've been encroaching on so much environmental territory on the aspect of we're trying to be bigger and better but we're killing off so many other species. I think at one point we might be able to create this idea of what a Bigfoot is with like cloning or molecular modification. Oh yeah. No, no, we're, we're, we're close to that technology where we can actually just, you know, start designing creatures and stuff like that. But with the encroaching, there's so many, you know, it, it, as much as we know of the land and pictures that we have, there are so many places that humans have not been there. It like, the vastness of our country is, is, you know, we think of the United States as this big country and that we've been, there's territories that haven't even been touched by humans that'll never be touched by humans because it's just so vast. And so like, it, it, like I, I've been out in Washington, I've lived out in Washington for years and living out there, it, it, it really makes you feel insignificant because like um, I've seen it to where I can look over and I can see nothing but trees. I can see the tops of the trees over like a hill and it just goes and goes and goes. But if you try to look through the trees and you, you ain't going to get but nothing like four or five feet really with any kind of vivid description, because some of this stuff is so thick and so bushed, you know what I'm saying? Because like a lot of times you get these trees, you have undergrowth. There's a lot of places that when you, if you ever watch the people walking through trails on these videos, the, you can't walk anywhere else, but the trail because You'd either be hit with all these needles, these pines, the, the this this roughage that goes through the trees that it's almost impossible to walk through. But for like Bigfoots and stuff like that, they can easily maneuver through it because you know they have this layer of skin and hair that are so that's so thick that it can't be penetrated. That's one of the reasons why it always smells is because it's so matted and so thick and so dirty because you know th that's just how they they you know you know, have their scent. It's just because it's just them. They're not sitting there taking showers and bathing and shit like that. Just like any other animal, they're just living their life. And so they can, they can manage through these forests and be able to go through these terrains with ease. And because of their, their height and their strength, they can just, you know, mash through it. But the thing is, is humans can't do that. We can't, we have to physically cut roads to get to places, but they're the national forest in the United States is so well protected and so big that, you know, we can't just carve, you know, through a national forest to get to the very ends of it. You know what I'm saying? A lot of times we have helicopters, we have drones, we have these things that are mapping things, but they're just mapping the tops. They're just mapping geological sites. You know what I'm saying? Because there, there's places where we're not even allowed, we're not allowed to, you know, encroach on these areas because like I said, they're, they're protected, they're natural, they're land. You know, a lot of us can actually just go there. But the thing is, is you're going to spend months on months on months to get to a specific spot. And then you're going to spend months on months on months getting back because of how rugged the terrain is. There's no dedicated roads to some of these, these, the ends of these forests or the center of these forests. You know what I'm saying? They're just, there's no traveling it. 
you know, they can only manage a certain percentage of it that, 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 that we have, you know what I'm saying? And that percentage is basically all the trails and roads that we create to get to, you know what I'm saying? Do you think that it's an idea? Maybe the government knows more than we do on this species or something the on the aspect knows everything <laughs> they have tips and they have not look there, there's so many investigations happening all right there's so many spin-off stories happening there's so much shit drop to misinform us the government knows it all i am 100 convinced that the government has all the they have dna they have hair samples they have all this because let me tell you right now a lot of the, the, there's a lot of independent companies now but before independent companies were look you had to go to a government-ran facility to get dna tested hair tested so why wouldn't a government facility run these these high-tech things that they had first and be like look if this comes across here's the protocol send this bullshit to them you send us the actual shit why would that not be a thing well, you know what I mean? Do you think that's why we have protected parks and res- reservations on the aspect that, that it, it it might be a way of protecting where we might have found evidence that this species does exist instead yeah. of it just being like a beautiful place? Because, I mean, if you've ever been to Yellowstone, it's yeah. it's beautiful, but it's not like so much that you would like change your uh, religion or sexual orientation on the fact of just seeing it. It would be like yep. more like there would be traces of, I would say a species that we don't know yet or something that we haven't been able to figure out fully. So it's percent, a hundred percent. If you ever look at national forests and national places that are protected by the government, guess what? Pacific Northwest. Well, where's Yellowstone at? You know what I'm saying? It's right there in the plains. It's right there in the forested area. They're in the there. There there's areas that are protected, and the reason they are protected is because there's got to be things there that that are worth protecting. And these are creatures they have. There could be a backdoor deal with aliens because Bigfoots are aliens, and they're like, hey, what? These okay, are coming to Hold live on. here, and because they're living here, guess what? These are now protected areas because this is the places they want to be. You gotta explain why do you are why are you so belief in it? Because as much as I believe you, there are other people that are like, what information have you seen that people can find and be able to look that up themselves to be like, this isn't just the bullshit ridiculousness with Rob Deirdrick video of Bigfoot. Well, th- this is what I'm. I've had my own personal Bigfoot experience. I've had an alien experience. I've had all these all different right, experiences. All right. Let's let's hear. It. I I, I want to hear this. All right, now check it the fuck out. <laughs> okay. Um, um, I'm probably about 16 years old. All right. And um, I live in, uh, in you know, um, you know, I'm, I'll just say I'm just, I lived in Washington. And when I lived in Washington, when I was living there, all right, um, I lived out of town. Like at like the, the town is a mile is like an hour out of I live an hour out of town, but I'm still within the town limits. So it, that's how long it takes you to get to town. It takes an hour from where I lived in the middle of nowhere to get to town. And so there's no street lights. There, it's pitch fucking black. All the roads are carved out. The, when I say, when I'm talking about, you can see the, it, the trees are so thick. My backyard where I was staying at, I couldn't, like, I couldn't even walk through the, the, uh, the area to get to the neighbor's house. I had to walk around the corner and go all the way around to their house because it, the forest was so thick between us from the other side that that's how like I would spend, I could spend, I'd have to spend a year clearing out the brush just so I can walk 10, 10, 15 feet to the neighbor's house. Otherwise I, you know, I just walk around and behind the house, it was so fucking thick. Like, like I said, you can't see within the trees. If something's in there, you're not going to see it. 
but you know that that's just to describe like how thick the forest is and so where i'm at is i'm i'm in washington uh i, I just barely started living there i had a met a friend he's like hey you want to come stay night at my house we're gonna shoot guns in the morning so i'm like yeah fuck it i'll go with you so he lives maybe about 30 minutes away from me and so we get to his house his house is about a mile into the woods so he has a single line a single driveway the trees are cut out and it's just you like you just drive drive this down this single truck this single car lane road that he that, that his family made whatever amount of time ago and it opens up to a clearing there's two trailers one trailer he's all hey that's where my mom lives this is my trailer and these are like you know single wide trailers they're huge they're on stilts you know what i'm saying there's like if you go to you know you know what a single wide trailer right yeah and so they're huge they're it's basically a fucking house all right so we're getting in there you know i tried chewing tobacco for the first fucking time in my life i fucking put that chewing tobacco on my lip i'm made me sick as fuck yep. i never you know i had that kodiak winter green dude i feel you on that i was skateboard <laughs> when i pop, packed my first lip dude i was puking yeah. Yeah, same here, bro. I was like, and he was laughing at me the whole fucking time. He was like, you sure you want to do this? I'm like, well, you fucking doing it. Let me fucking do it. And so fucking, you know, and we're cleaning guns. We're getting ready for the next day. Cause like I said, we're going to be shooting. And so, uh, you know, it's gotta be like one 30 in the morning, one 30, you know, just past midnight. And he's got a bunch of hunting dogs and they're fucking yapping. They're going fucking nuts outside. And he's like, oh, it must be a raccoon or something outside. So we're you no know, paying attention to it. You know, when something's moved or pushed, you can tell where it's been moved or pushed. You can feel it. You can tell. You can 100% tell. If someone's in your, if you're in your car and someone just kind of grabs it, you can tell it's being pulled from the top and pushed from the top, right? Okay. You know what I'm saying? So we're in this fucking trailer and all of a sudden something grabs the trailer, pulls it back and then pushes it forward. All right, this motherfucker's on stilts. This, this thing had to be fucking, how in the fuck do you push a fucking trailer? How do you fucking push a mobile fucking home that's on fucking stilts? How do you pull something, push something? It's, it's it's physically impossible and fucking this happens we're in the fucking house like you know my my buddy's eyes are fucking like dishes right now i can see his fucking brain because his eyes are so fucking wide like what the fuck was that dogs are going insane outside we're like we're literally sitting there like 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 what the fuck and so fucking you know we had the guns we got them they were already clean and so like, let's go outside we go outside and he has a spotlight that goes down the driveway all right and fucking you you can't see nothing there's nothing there all right and you could just fucking like all the dogs are going fucking nuts one of the dogs jumps out and it's like it was like a little pin you know what i'm saying there it's not covered or nothing it's just a little pin he, he one of the dogs jumps out runs down the aisle then you the, the, the fucking driveway and you can hear this fucking guttural roar bro this kind of shit that's like and you're like what and you could feel it in your chest you're like what the fuck was that and then all of a sudden you hear yep and fucking you hear the dog just give just give a yep, and then you know we're my me and my buddy are like yeah let's go back inside fuck this shit go back out in the fucking morning dog split in half. Are you fucking serious? You fucking just heard me right. Oh my god, the dog was split in half. Yeah, just right there. <sighs> fuck, it's like I am legend when the dog dies. The movie just goes downhill for me. Yeah, I never my buddy like shit you not in that morning took me home. I ain't never talked to him or ever seen him again. And I lived there for a long time. And that's the Bigfoot story. Yeah. And why? Okay. So then what's the alien one? Because I'm wondering how you're linking that Bigfoot's an alien. Well, I I, I link them together. And like I said, I'm just giving you a backstory. I link them together because, you know, two plus two is four. 
period. You know what I'm saying? So sometimes things sound right. They're they be right. Hold on. You just tossed in. I saw a picture this morning. Someone was uh, called somebody out on like uh, a picture. It was like a meme or something. It was like now math is also wrong because like the idea of like science is being wrong based on like the concept of what gender yeah. is. So yeah. then someone was like, it takes this many days to this and this, 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 this person's like, I don't think so. And it's like, I don't know. I have to look that up. And it's like, apparently now statistical facts are wrong too. So yeah, you see what I'm saying? And I can give a fuck less what anybody fucking thinks because math is right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But the, the it's, it's mathematically proven that that math is the universe. You know what I'm saying? Everything can be measured. Everything can be thought it and broke down to calculations. I'm I can't calculate shit. I'm not good at fucking math. But also too, I know numbers are right because when you count money, it ends up being a certain fucking number. Yeah. But like I said, and like I said, just this is years, years since I was a little kid watching every documentary, watching every fucking TV show, watching every fucking bit of information that I can physically find in books, the library, you know, the, the fucking, the, you know, before we had cable, we had fucking the public access channel and people fucking posted their fucking videos that they made of documentaries and all these things back in the day. And I would consume all that shit. Every, anytime there was a new Bigfoot documentary, a new alien documentary, a new alien, you know, whatever the fuck it was, I always I make a point to sit down there. Let me see what they have to say. And with the consensus of everything that I've seen, you know, certain things line up for me and it makes fucking sense. So that's how I fucking add this up. But with all that being said, this is my my alien, you know, thing, um, which I have two. And uh, I'll do the the first one is um, in one night in the middle of the night, I'm coming home from the gym. And when I'm coming home from the gym, it's like, you know, like two o'clock, two thirty in in the night. You know what I'm saying? I got I do, I got off work early. I went to the gym, getting it in before I went home. And I, me and my sister lived with me. And so what ended up happening is I'm driving home from the gym, and you know I live in a city. There's plenty of street lights. There's fucking you know plenty of not light pollution in the middle of the night. And I just happen to look up, and when I'm looking up, I see these three fucking dots. And in these three dots, there's no no stars none it's pitch fucking black so i see these and it's basically in the shape of a triangle it's fucking ginormous it had to be at least as big as the city that i lived in it was fucking huge it was fucking ridiculously huge it just sitting there completely still these three lights no stars but the thing is is the outline was the triangle but i could see the stars on the you know what i'm saying like basically the stars were showing the fucking outline yeah, you know so what i'm saying you, you could you could see like it had a dimension to it yeah you could see it had a dimension to it because guess what there's just not going to be a triangle of no fucking light there's not going to be a triangle of no fucking stars it's going to fucking be there yeah it's going to be transparent you can see through it's good it. yeah, exactly so you know and to make sure i wasn't crazy as i'm driving home i call my sister i'm like hey cuz you know she don't fucking sleep at night i call her i'm like hey go outside and look in this direction. And as soon as I heard the door open and she walks out, she's like, what am I looking at? What the fuck is that? What the fuck? Oh, why'd you make me come out here and look at this? This is like a fucking 
this is what scared me about Chicken Little. Is like, imagine if like the sky is not really your fucking sky. You know, like yeah. it could just be like a a hologram or something. Yeah, but then, like I said, I'm just like mind fucked because I'm like, it's the middle of the night. This wouldn't be three drones. I live next to fucking plenty of airports, and where I was living at that moment in time, Moffat Field's right across the fucking street. You know what I'm saying? The NASA fucking headquarters. One of the NASA headquarters is right fucking there. There's a Navy Army base. Uh, it's a Air Force base. All you know, there's. There's all kinds, there's like four airports around me and I'm sitting here looking in the middle of the night. Like I know what airplanes look like. The airplanes fly close enough to my house to shake my fucking house. I know what I'm looking at when I see a fucking airplane. I know what a helicopter looks like. I said, there, there's like four or five commercial fucking airports because there's Oakland airport, San Francisco airport, San Jose airport. You know what I'm saying? You, there's fucking, uh, you know, Sacramento airport, which is very far away. But then um, we have Hayward Airport. We have um, the Pleasanton Airport. We have there's a couple of private airports all around us. So there's plenty of fucking planes, plenty of everything, and I know what I'm fucking looking at. And I'm like, this is not a fucking. This is just something in the fucking sky. What the fuck is? And and I got home. My sister kind of just looked at me and was like, and we and we just kind of didn't talk about it again because it's like you know it's awkward. It's like, what did we see? We can't discuss it because we don't know what the fucking is. Well, guess the fuck what? UFO, unidentified flying fucking object. It was just stationary in the sky, completely fucking black, three fucking bright white lights at each fucking corner, and that was it. It's funny because people are wondering why, and even at times I thought, why is this happening all now? Why is it becoming more relevant now? And I'm like, it's been relevant throughout our history, though. If you look back yeah. to like the Greek mythology era, there was a guy saw a wheel within a wheel. Like it was yeah. an aspect of like maybe he was looking at the engine turbine. I mean, yeah, people, nobody a lot knows of what they were looking at. People gave a lot of shit to like Bob Lazar, for instance, because Bob Lazar came out without that uh, documentary. Um, you know, he talked about element 115, this type of metal that was like, looked like it didn't have a dimension to it. And I think now we're recently discovering of what that is, because there was a time, I think about a year ago when a new type of paint came out and the paint was called ultra black. And ultra black made it so it looked like if those cartoons where you could spray a black hole in a wall and you could jump through it, it was that black. Exactly. So maybe it's not really cloaking. Maybe it's just an idea of maybe they match the paint perfect where we couldn't see a dimension. You can't see around. It doesn't look like if it's a 3D or it's a 2D. Now, my thought on that is if it's a 2D where it's all flat, you could fit so much onto a 2D thing and it doesn't take up any space. So if you had a flat 2D object and they somehow were able to, like in the show, the Orville shrink down into 2D dimension space where it was just all flat, doesn't take up a lot of space, very compact, but you could fit anything on there. There could be a whole entire research facility up in the sky and it just looks like a flat little triangle, but they can fit so much in there because they've managed to manufacture 2D, like a teleporter that could put them into this 2D dimension. So they're an r3d dimension with 2d yeah which it would work it's fucking nuts man seriously it is like, fucking nuts it's it is fucking nuts, it's bro. it sucks because i wish i had an alien or i had a bigfoot experience everything i've had it happens to do with the paranormal which is why i believe it so much yeah well it, i've had that too are you just like a fucking magnet no, for bro, bad I shit am- there, right now, now this is i'm gonna I'm, before we get too far off top i'm gonna tell you about my second alien experience. yes tell me that first all right now, um, I used to work at a place called U.S. Pipe and Foundry. It was one of the most hardcore fucking jobs to work. I literally, you, we, we, I, you, I worked with molten iron to make ductile iron pipe. And I did this for years. 
And um, working there, uh, you know, you get burned. There's 100% possibilities for me to get metal into my body. All right. There, there's every aspect of me being able to be either burned or I've been, you know, I've, I've had, you know. Is this where they cut out there. the square in your arm and it popped out? Yes, that is exactly it. I listened. No. Oh, yeah. And so, like I said, I had one right here in my elbow. And my first wife, my first wife at that time, you know, ex-wife now, um, she, it was like this huge bump. And she just didn't know what the fuck it was. She was like, it bothers, you know, she's, she's just like, I need to do something about this. And so she heated up a needle, kind of scraped it, and then it made a metal sound. And then as soon as she scraped it, a fucking perfect, a perfect fucking rectangle cube came out. It had to be like a centimeter by half a centimeter. And it was like perfectly smooth on each end, perfect fucking corners, all that stuff. And, you know, I, I, I was working like almost 80 hours a week at that moment in time. And so after she did, I never thought about, never thought about it again, never fucking batted an eye at it. It was like, whatever, it's just a fucking cube. And then we kind of joking, oh, it's my alien implant. And <laughs> now that I looked at it and I started look, researching alien implants, I was like, I most likely legitimately had an alien implant in my fucking arm and just kind of fucking played it off. And like I said, I'm not saying it was, I'm not saying it is, but that's weird to have something in such a perfect fucking shape that was in my arm that is legitimately like there and weird. You know what I'm saying? Cause like I said, we, as soon as we cut it, as soon as she cut the skin, it literally just like plopped out. Like with so much force, just like, Poop, and there it is. Well, like, have, what the fuck is have you, um, you said it wasn't a metal plant, right? Like one of those construction factory jobs. No, no, no. I would, we, with molten iron, yeah. I would pour it into a machine and, you know, and sparks and, you know, molten, basically lava would fall onto my work clothes, burn through and, and hit my body all the time. But the thing is, is with metal like that, and when it, it's just like water, your skin's like water when it comes to molten iron like that. It's like a droplet. It's like wa like a water Yeah, yeah. so maybe that got some on your arm and you just didn't know. You just were maybe super tired after well, working well, those long ass hours. You, and then you get a, you get a scar when you get burned. It, yeah. There's a there's a permanent scar. So like if I were to get in my elbow, I would have to have a burn mark or something there to for it to be there because it just wouldn't like heal over like that. It'd literally be a divot. It like if if you ever seen a friend that's ever got burned by a cigarette, it's just a round hole. That's exactly how those burns end up being. Cause I got a whole bunch of them on my back, on my feet, on my hands from being burned like that. But the thing is, is for something to be a perfectly shaped cubed the possibilities of that are very, very fucking slim. Because like I said, I've pulled chunks of those metals out where it's just, like I said, it just looks like a droplet of water. You know what I'm saying? Like if you made made a droplet of water out of metal, liquid iron, that's what it would look like. It wouldn't be flat. It's not a cube. It's not, it's not anything. It's just, it's just like, like a little, like round yeah. pebble. You know what I'm saying? Because the way I was thinking is when someone gets shot in the hospital or something, there's no way for them to be able to dig the bullet out. What doctors will do is they'll let it sit in there for a couple of months. Yeah. And then the your body rejects the foreign object just like it does a splinter. So they wait till it rises to the surface to be able yep. to dig it out. Exactly. And that you, that, honestly, like I said, I, if it would have been any, if it would have been a sliver, if it would have been a little droplet, if it had been any other shape than a cube, I would have never assumed that's what it is. Yeah, that that reject the foreign object thing that scares me because what about the Neuralink? Like your body's going to realize that that thing's not supposed to be inside of you, so it's going to want to reject that. Well, even with the Neuralink, um, they have medication that helps you from rejecting. It's the same thing like it, when you have a transplant. When you get a transplant of an organ, 
for the rest of your life, you have to take a certain kind of medicine where they keep it keeps your body from rejecting it. Kind of like when people also experience like certain cravings and stuff based on what that person might have created. Yeah, exactly. Now, and here's the second thing. I, um, I might possibly have another alien implant in my arm right here. I know you probably can't see it right now at the moment because it's, it, it's flattened out. But um, right here above my tricep, right where the muscle uh, attaches, right where the, the separation between my delt and my tricep, the, the head of my front tricep, I have a bump. All right. And with this bump, it moves. It, it, and when I mean it moves, it goes in and it goes out. And it, it, it's painful. Um, I've had, you know, doctors look at it, they're like, well, it's got to maybe be a cyst or something like that in, in there. And I'm like, yeah, but would it go in and out? Because like, uh, if I work out, and my skin will push it up. You know what I'm saying? We're tight, the skin gets tight, I, you know, I start sweating, it starts getting bigger. But if I were to touch it, it'll instantly sink back in. And so I have moments and times where it'll raise. And I'm like, why the fuck can I just see it now? And then I can you know, kind of ignore it and it'll just sit, sit, sit back in. Or if I start playing with it, it'll really go deep and I won't even feel it. It won't even hurt me anymore. But every time it raises, it starts hurting. And then every time it goes back in, it goes back in. And my wife bought me one of those, uh, five, it was like uh, one of those, um, um, it's a, a, um, a fishing magnet. You know what I'm saying? People go magnet fishing. Yeah. And so she kind of, and I kind of put it there and it kind of fucking moved it. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying it is. I'm not saying it's not. But the thing is, is it was never there before. I never had anything there before. And then all of a sudden it just kind of showed up one day. And I'm like, you know, and, and, and for us being, you know, physically fit for us who really take care of our bodies, guess what we do? We examine ourselves. We're in the yeah. mirror. We're flexing. We're fucking like, yeah, fucking, you know, feeling good, looking good. Looking for extra muscles. That exactly. Might you know before. what I'm saying? Looking for definition, looking for vascularity. And so, you know, I do this, I'm, 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 I'm a victim of the same thing. I'm looking, I'm always checking on, you know, I'm very in tune with my body and that's how you get when you become physically fit like that. And one day I was flexing, I was like, the fuck is that? And so like, I assumed it was like a pimple or something. Cause it was just like so bulging and I like, I squeezed it and I was like, fuck, this thing hurts. And then my, my, my wife squeezed it. It's like, fuck this thing. You know, it's like it, it so, you know, they're like, well, let's put a warm compress on it. thinking if it'll bring it up. And so it almost looks like a pimple sometimes or like this thing where like it's going to form a head, but it never forms a fucking head. It literally goes back into my fucking into the muscle and not even in the skin. It'll go like I can go a long time without ever seeing it. And then all of a sudden it fucking pops its head back out or like fucking it, it, like it, like I said, it's almost like a fucking antenna. Like it's trying to get better fucking signal. It just goes in and fucking out. And like I said, I don't know what it is. I don't know why it's doing this. Or like, you know, and it's like, I've kind of poked at it a few times with the, with a needle and stuff like that, but it never, never fucking pops. It never fucking nothing. It just goes in and fucking out. It, it's literally like if it has a mind of its own and it knows that I'm fucking with it. Can you imagine that in the future with the amount of technology and the vast, how it's expanding out so far, do you think that there'd be a device that could scan you and be like, you've been abducted by aliens or you've been touched by aliens? I'm pretty sure we have that now. I'm pretty sure there's a certain amount of radiation you get because guess the fuck what? You know, a lot of this technology, fucking when you talk about like antimatter, when you talk about all this technology that they, guess what? It puts off a certain amount of, of radiation that's not foreign 
or that is you know foreign from our fucking planet you know what i'm saying there's all these different things like you know we can detect every kind of radiation that the world has there's got to be radiation that we can't fucking detect and i'm pretty sure the fucking government has the ability to fucking be like oh shit you've been in contact you know what I'm saying? just from the minute traces of radiation that people have when they come into contact with things you know what i'm saying like guess what Oh, you know, we can test for metals that we don't even know what the fuck they are. We just know that they're metal. Well, you know our, our idea of what radiation is is a lot more than the government leads off to what it actually oh, is. And 100%. I mean, I remember I read an experiment you can look up. It's a very interesting uh, article to read called the, the Cecil Kelly experiment, where a guy was working at a nuclear power plant and one of the reactors started to have a meltdown. And what they would do is they would have these knobs that you would turn to be able to shut it off and cool it down so the thing doesn't explode. And when he should have been evacuating like the rest of the people there, he decided he might try and be a hero and save it. And what happened was this thing, the energy, the radiation funneled directly into him, kind of like of a lightning bolt hits, but it just hit in this blast in a short little, small little width. I would say like if you shined a flashlight, the area expands the farther the, you know, the light goes out. It hit him like that. And then the account was he just ran outside. A person was like, I saw him run outside into the snow, start taking off all of his clothes. And then he just sat there screaming that he was on fire and he was really, really red. Next thing you know, there's steam coming off of him and everything, and he drops into the snow. Now, as they're transporting him to the hospital and everything, they're giving him a blood, you know, the blood transfusions, trying to get blood into him. Everything they're pulling out of his body was black. His blood was black. He got, I mean, that so, much radiation poison, yeah, so much that it, he should have been dead when it happened. But he's they kept him alive. I keep doing blood transfusions, yeah. but every blood they would put into his body would keep coming out black and black. Yeah. So, like, the only way you know, they kept giving his wife hope like he's gonna be all right, he's gonna survive yeah. when they knew he was long gone because his body yeah. had just become so toxic. Um, but they wanted to see what would happen the effects of radiation yeah. damage because it was still technically new with the amount of yep. chemical nuclear stuff and science that we have. It's not really vastly known. A lot, a lot of these scenarios don't happen. So they go, okay, well, the big test is his body keeps all the blood we put in him keeps turning black. So yeah. we have to go farther and we have to do a bone marrow test. Yeah. Fucking nothing but dust in his bone oh. marrow had turned straight yeah. ash. And Damn. then eventually he ended up dying like eight hours after the incident, but they kept him alive that fucking long for the aspect of, they wanted to know the information. So like with that amount of information and people go, well, technology is so good now. It's not giving off radiation. It's giving off something, but it oh, just yeah. depends on, I think future generations, like when 4g or 5g was becoming a thing, oh, yeah. everyone was so fucking afraid. I think some people are going to be more sensitive to that. And you're going to start noticing certain side effects and certain things that go onto those. And which is the truth. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, technology only gets better. And we only smallly get these minute upgrades from the government. So like, oh, okay, give them this now. You know what I'm saying? Remember when GPS was a, wasn't a fucking thing. When you had to fucking call fucking MapQuest and be like, hey, I need directions. And then from point A to point B, and then you get a printout or you have to write them fucking down. And then all of a sudden the government had GPS fucking forever. And then they're like, oh, give it to the people now. And then everyone has fucking, ma uh, fucking Google Maps now and you can get anywhere in the fucking world. Remember when you could take a magnet and hold it over a VHS tape and it would yeah. erase the whole thing? Erase the whole thing. That's what scares me about the Neuralink is like, what happens if somebody has like a really good magnet that just, you know, you walk under a metal detector next thing you know, or uh, whatever those detectors are in the airports and you don't know who you are anymore.
Well, then that's one of those things too. Is like even with that Neuralink, you know, they're not supposed to put you through those magnets. They're supposed to wand you and not even get close to your fucking head with that shit. <clears throat> but the thing too is like the, the, these parts are supposed to be made non-magnetically, so they don't. That's not supposed to happen. But we don't fucking know. You know what I'm saying? It, these parts can be made from fucking anywhere. The, we can be getting them from China. They're all defective, and they're just getting it because we get it the lowest cost there. Because that's how a lot of this stuff gets produced. You know what I'm saying? Cheap products get made first. Do you think, because if you can hit your head a certain way, you could lose your sight. You can hit your head a certain way and everything that's, you could have a foreign accent. That's called foreign yeah. accents. Oh, yeah. Imagine if you get the neural link in your head and you just fall and hit your head. And there's like a predictive like termination protocol that fucking <sighs> turns you into like this nonstop fucking killing machine. It's like, oh, that was like a side program that the government yeah. could use. And somehow you get activated. Exactly. All of a sudden you're fucking wanting to kill people or you fucking, you know, you become a fucking bomb and there's a little fucking explosive device in the neural link that kills you so they can use you as a fucking damn fucking sentinel fucking war. You know, that's what people out get. There. Can you believe there's a large amount of the population that thinks MK Ultra is a fucking conspiracy theory when there's actual it, yeah. articles in the Bro, CIA? I, I, I live on the other side of the bay. San Francisco's right fucking there. I live you know what I'm saying? That shit is taught here. I live right where my mom went to high school right next to the place in Project Hero where they kept the goats for the men who stare at goats movie, Yo, that yeah. whole project thing. So it was like, if you think about, oh man, because the whole idea when you start saying MK Ultra, people go, oh, that's brainwashing stuff. It's like brainwashing is a really, really, really fucking sciencey term for yeah. what it is, is which is like hypnosis. That's yeah, more exactly. believable. You can believe yeah. a fucking person on Instagram saying yeah. they're a witch doing hypnosis rather yep. than you believe fucking the word brainwashing. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Because that's exactly what it was. You know what I'm saying? They use psychedelics. They use fucking all this fucking LSD to fucking manipulate the mind to make you really fucking think of this shit. You know what I'm saying? And it's fucking crazy. It makes you really wonder, though, like how much of yourself is really who you are. Are you forgetting things? Because we can brainwash ourselves and not wanting to remember certain memories. So I start to think back, like, how many times you've been talking to someone, they go, oh my God, I can't believe, I totally forgot about that. Like, what are we hiding based on something that our brain just doesn't want to remember anymore? Like, you can only learn a certain amount of information before stuff starts coming out. That's very true. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, there's all these things that, ha like, you know, how much information, excuse me, how much information do we consume on a daily basis that that could easily like I could I love watching ancient aliens. There could be subliminal messaging in there, and which has been proven to have subliminal messaging in television, TV show, subconsciously fucking changing and manipulating people's minds. What if I'm watching all this crazy shit and it's making me think more crazy shit? So I can they can extract the information out of my brain on what I might know. That's what I'm saying. All this information age that everybody's talking about. I'm like it's creating a world of schizophrenics because you don't know what's real because of how much. It's it seems like that sounds like make-believe, but then it ends up becoming true. So then you yep. start questioning a bunch of random stuff. And it happens when someone puts an article up on a blog or something. You read that first before, you know, you don't even choose to validate it. You just go, oh, my God, that's true. Aliens are this. But it goes into this thing like the men in black, for instance. I believe that that's an actual thing. Because on accounts of people that used to talk about, and the Men in Black's not like Will Smith and all this. Yeah, type no, of stuff. no, no, completely different. It's people that look like they have been severely burned. Because what they do is to get into the Men in Black, they shave down all your facial features, such as your nose. They shave yep. down your ears. They shave down all this stuff that looks like you just have no, no distinctive features. anything, eyebrows, anything. Yep. So then 
it goes into a concept. There was a game that was invented um, that was kind of like a test programming game on personality, like a census test. Yeah. But they used to put it in arcades and certain amount of people remember it and some people don't. It's actually yeah. chalked up into the Mandala effect. But there yep. used to be accounts of the men in black would pull information out of this machine and this game yep. would tell you certain scenarios. Like if you saw a kid in a fire, would you run into the building? Would you go for help? Would you do? And it would give you a list of options to fucking choose, like a choose your yep. own adventure thing. And that would coordinate the general populace of like how many decisions were chosen this i mean just say and that would choose how they would that information would go to the government and how they would make stuff exactly i remember i, was, I just watched a couple of videos on that um maybe about last month about that because i was like what the fuck is this about this fucking video game that people remember but that didn't exist and they're like well people might think it's this fucking game and like and they're like no that's not what i played you know what i'm saying and it's so fucking crazy because just like you said like they, they were like the, the, a lot of the accounts that they were trying to use it as they're trying to generate people into becoming soldiers and enjoying joining the military to fucking use the information to brainwash them through these things so then they can become a, a better soldier when they do join and get of age because it's like implanting the subliminal messaging in there for them. Yeah, and it's crazy because around the time Operation Paperclip came out, we the Russians got the psychological stuff. They got all the uh, stuff yeah. to try and figure out how to create psychological warriors. They ended up yep. getting up on it, but now they picked it back up again in 2020. They started researching back into psychological yeah. warriors again because there's just so much about the brain that we don't know about yet. Yeah. I yeah. don't think it needs to be the concept of learning telekinesis, but more on the aspect of maybe trying to make your brain program to be, you know, emotionless, to be a killer. Yeah. I mean, that's why in uh, Russia, they made a whole Patriot Park, which was the concept of a bunch of kids fucking playing around on tanks and making an amusement park based on war stuff, yep. which is supposed to like start them young, that whole concept. That's it. Now here, I'm going to throw this at you here. All right. Now you're talking about like telekinesis and stuff like this. But what if telekinesis isn't a thing? And what it is, is, the mind can evolve to a point and it could be pushed into a point where you're not using telekinesis, but you're actually manipulating matter with your mind through the air. So what it is, is you, you would almost be willing what it would be doing. Like a lot of the times, like, you know, um, the air is made of a material, it's substance. We don't see it. All right. But what if it is, is in your brain, you're manipulating the molecules in the air to manipulate things, or you're using your mind to manipulate the the subtonical particles that are we that are not seen to be able to control the the direction and, and movement of these things because like uh, a lot of times with you know, just how we were talking about with uh, brain accidents and you get hit you get hurt all of a sudden you could speak a certain way all of a sudden you're using more of your brain than you've ever used there's got to be parts in the brain that are placed in there that when they evolve that they're going to be able to do those things. And we're going to end up just not being the, it's, it's like almost like if the brain's linked into the matrix and we can't access that part yet, because we're not yet ready to be able to manipulate matter in the way where we can just create whatever we want for ourselves. Like being able to project people always say they give off energies and you can feel energies. on Exactly. People, but turning that into a different form of being able to actually move objects with yeah. that energy. Like an extension you of off. your body that ables to like, you know what I'm saying? Like if you had that, not aura. the Reiki bullshit. Yeah, that other not stuff. The, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. But that, what I'm trying to say is like, you know, there, there's going to be a point in time with, you know, with everything that I've seen and everything that I've gone through in my life, like I've seen like weird ass shit and it almost makes me feel like certain people have, limited access to that part of the brain where they can manipulate matter into like all right guess what just you know i'm going to do this with my hand and it's and it's going to help me generate the force and energy that i need to 
project my mind into what I want it to be. Or those that can just be like, look, nah, close that fucking window. And then you just, the window fucking closes. But the thing is, it's not telekinesis. It's not, it's not electricity. It's not, it's just a manipulation of the matter that you're generating with your mind. Like that, that forces it closed. Because like I said, air is dense. Air can be heavy. Air can be fucking light. Air can be anything. But the thing is, it's still something. You know what I'm saying? It's just yeah. invisible to us because we can't fucking see it. We breathe it in, we breathe it out. And so if what if that could just be manipulated with the mind, with all the shit that's going on, and just a handful of people can really fucking use it. If you're asking me in the next 10, 20 years, do I think people are going to start having mutant abilities? I'm saying yes, but I don't think it's going to be like the ones in X-Men. I think it's going to be like the ones in the movie Mystery Men with Ben Stiller, where it's like some people have an above increase of like adrenaline that goes to their organs or some dude can like maybe bend a fork or something like that. But I don't think it's the idea of being able to lift up cars and throw them. And I agree. I agree with that notion because that's the truth. You know what I'm saying? That evolution just fucking happens. It just doesn't fucking magically fucking appear overnight. It takes decades upon decades upon centuries to fucking be like the, the human species is the only one that's evolved in the past 20,000 years farther yeah. than any other one without and any explanation of why without any explanation and the amount of technology that explodes. It's funny because like our technology has got evolved faster than us and we're not even catching up to it yet. You know what I'm saying? Can you imagine to the point where we actually catch up with technology and guess what? Technology becomes absolute, uh, obsolete because guess what? All these fucking networks, all this Wi-Fi, all this internet is already in our fucking brains because they always compare all this technology to how the brain works. The brain has all these neural links. The brain has all these avenues. They have all these web designs in there. And it's all, it's like, you know, like a thinking computer, an AI, the, the brain is basically a computer. That's what they constantly fucking say. So could you imagine when that changes and the brain catches up to technology and technology becomes obsolete because guess the fuck what? The internet connection that we have is no longer fucking needed because everyone can fucking link. We're going to be able to mind fuck. We're going to be able to mind fuck. You see what I'm saying? It's going to fucking happen. We just haven't caught up yet. You know what I'm saying? We're, we're developing devices to do what we could already do. I feel, you know what I'm saying? We just can't do it yet. Do you think that the reason why we're not there yet is because we're shackled by too much stuff like emotions and anger and religion and and all these make-believe things that might be fucking not true is what holds us down. We're so ignorant to fucking what nature wants us to be. That's why we have stunted in evolution. Bro. You've, I just blind fucked myself right now. I know. I'm starting to think like, oh my God, this is like, you got to start. Like, like I always wondered like, how the fuck does a random person make a fucking video and then become like YouTube famous, like Jake Paul and all them. And yeah. I'm like, maybe cause like, just there's a energy or there's like a certain pathway of once you start realizing like stuff is just bullshit or like once something is this, you just slip into the matrix system yeah. where it's like now everything's going to start working in your fucking way. Every time you hit a scratch off, it's going to be a fucking winner just yep. because you've kind of seen the coding and you found a way through that. Yep. coding. Exactly. And that's why we haven't fucking evolved to that yet. You know what I'm saying? It's like, what the fuck? 
You know what I'm saying? All these movies that are coming out are just preparing us for what we fucking already know is going to happen. You know what I'm saying? Well, I've done my own experiment on, um, for food, for instance, I was wondering how many calories you actually need based on how many do you actually, your brain thinks that you want. And I went through a can of tuna a day. That's it as my only meal. Now you're told you need a certain amount of calories. I don't think that's true. I think some people are different, but I think also when you're, they always say like, are you bored or are you really hungry? Yeah. How much do you really need to eat? And how much do you just see that's there that you're trying to finish off? So it was that aspect of things. I started taking a little bit of tuna and I would sit there, be hungry and be like, I'm starving. But is that starving? Is that really hunger? Or is that just my mind telling me that there's a little bit of room in there? I could be filling up with something. Oh yeah. No, no, that's a hundred percent. Like just like you said, going back to the nature, guess what? They ate this fucking slop that was just this white cream and they were like, this is all you need for the entire day in one fucking little fucking thing. You know what I'm saying? All the vitamins and nutrients you fucking need. So it, it never progressed on how much the, these people were eating. They were just showing like, hey, we get this one bowl and it sustains us. So it, it's 100% possible. Because like I said, once we get to the point where we just use our fucking brains, the, the body and the muscles are going to slender out. That's one of the reasons why aliens always look slender. That's one of the reasons why aliens... They always have like either no mouths or just a little slit and they don't have ears. They just have little fucking either holes or it's nothing there. It's because once the mind develops and become the, they get these bigger fucking heads. It's because it's not required to use physical effort so much because guess what? Everything can be communicated through mind waves, brain waves, fucking, you know, like we only need to, to be sustenized just enough to fucking be able to maintain our brain. And there's no reason to put any other effort into that. So that's why like, the, the slender fucking aliens, always that average fucking look. That's what they always say. It's like they don't require all this extra bullshit. So guess what? As they be, as they're this race that doesn't make waste. They don't fucking do the everything's minimized because there's no point. You know what I'm saying? Why you got to do this to me? I got shit I got to do today. Now you got you got me all mind screwed up hey, to where hey, I'm hey, going to hey, be questioning you asked life. Me- to come on and you wanted to fucking dive deep well guess the fuck what i'm cracking open the fucking cans i'm like fucking we're gonna fucking dive deep because this is like i said this is all the shit that i think of all day long i could be working and then i doze off and i'm like well what if this and then i'm like oh what if this oh i just watched this fucking documentary and it was saying this that kind of makes sense and ties in with this and it fucking adds to this and next thing you fucking know i'm fucking already deep into my fucking self like thinking about all this shit and i keep it to my fucking self the majority of the i don't know why i start thinking of when i hear conspiracy i start thinking of planners peanuts but i'm like if you look at that though the peanut guy is literally selling his own people yeah that's a form of slavery so people should attack them right now they should but the thing is it's so fucking delicious and i'll fucking eat them all (laughs) What, what do you prefer peanut wise um Honey roasted yeah. baby. Or no, 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 no. Now, this is what we're going to talk about because it gets very serious when it comes to peanuts. All right. Now, are you talking plain, salted, or overall? Overall, what's your top go to? Mine's honey right. roasted. Top, uh, uh, top overall, and just peanuts or all nuts? Let's just stick to peanuts. Uh, then it's, it's definitely going to be honey roasted. Honey roasted with um with a lot of salt it's got to be it's got to have that sweet and and savory taste to it and perfectly what's called because like i said there there's a dynamic nuts that i like i'm a cashew person i love cashews 
And my second right there is macadamians. Macadamians, if they weren't so fucking expensive, I just eat dry roasted macadamians. I don't give a fuck if they have anything else on them. I just like macadamians like that. I got a bag of like, it's called Cajun mix or something like that, yeah. but they got those little like really thin, they look like pretzel kind of things in them. Yeah, the sesame seed, the sesame sticks. Oh my God, those are good as shit. Oh yeah, you know, you could buy those just by themselves. <clears throat> They're delicious as fuck. But um, me, my wife went, me and my wife went to Walmart and um, we bought, like, they had these winter uh, mixed nuts that they had. And we're like, oh, okay, we'll just get one. and Or we got, like, one of each flavor because it was, like, um, a holiday one, a spice one, and then one with those sesame seeds in it, those sesame sticks. And so we went to the uh, – we went and cashed out, and they rang up for, like, three bucks. And I, was, I told my wife, go back and get the rest. Because, <laughs> <laughs> hey, Planters Peanuts, that, that, that's, that's top shelf. That's high dollar. You're spending between, usually a small can is going to run you about between six to 10 bucks, depending on what's in the box. And because there were, these are were all these limited special ones, I was like, at three fucking dollars, we already ate them all. You know what I'm saying? We bought them maybe about two weeks ago and we went through like nine fucking things of them. But it's because we snack on them all fucking day. I, they're fucking delicious. The only nuts I choose to eat. That's it. You know what I'm saying? High quality. They, you're paying for quality because guess what? Planters Peanuts is fucking running the fucking world organization right now for nuts. That's why I think it's Illuminati shit, man. They got it one does. company that's like the name brand. It's like when you think of like a soda, you still have Pepsi or Coke in your head, not mm-hmm. just Coke. But then you think fast food. You think a lot of people think McDonald's when I think Burger King. Hey, I am a Burger King kid. I grew up eating bur- whoppers on whoppers that's on how whoppers. my family was from baltimore there's only a that's burger king oh man a whopper and the, the, the way i like it whopper no onions heavy mayo and i'm fucking good to go plus the king in that commercial his ring is a dipping sauce and it has yeah. a chicken nugget in it i'm like you that's know, just yeah. dope as shit yeah, man ronald mcdonald's it's, it's just a ballers clown. fuck yeah it's ballers fuck come on you know you, what i'm saying do you want to eat uh, dinner with a, a clown or you want to eat dinner with a king that's it. You know what I'm saying? Try, I'm trying to eat with that royalty. <laughs> ben, where can they find you, man? You got your plugs down pat. <laughs> All right. This is the Angry Motherfucking Dad. You want to watch my shit? IGTV, YouTube. You want to listen to shit? Spreaker, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, SoundCloud, Deezer, iHeartRadio. My shit is everywhere. You can find it easily. Rate, review, like, subscribe, all that bullshit. And guess the fuck what? You listen to Out of the Blank with Robbie. You got to love the excitement of my face when you start reading that shit down. It's fucking, I'm thinking we're selling auction in a $1, $2. Hey, that that just happened to happen one day. And I was like, man, that sounds pretty good. And so I just kept doing it. And everyone always asks, is it just like a recording? I was like, no, I do it every time from the fucking hit. I just always just say Google it because that's like just it's easy. But like I had someone on Twitter. They were like, post a what's your podcast recommendations on Spotify? Listen to that on spotify Spotify, yeah everyone commented their fucking links i'm like motherfucker he's on spotify he's gonna google the shit on spotify (laughs) you know what i'm saying (laughs) 